This is a Speakeasy production. Jiro Mortos, the Merchant Lord, who you guys are about to rob. So if there's nothing, if there's nothing else that you guys want to do, I think we're going to call this one. Next episode, you guys will be venturing into the depths of the mines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then the party traveled through the mines. They made all of their checks with ease and nothing exciting happened. They jumped over the cliff, avoided the trap, and decided not to go check out the hidden laboratory. So yeah, we pick up in the catacombs. Last time on Stardust and Dragons, the evening of the designer queen's party has arrived. While the wealthy and powerful dress to impress for a night of mingling, our heroes venture into the abandoned Stardust mines to retrieve the key to Jura's heart. After a few close encounters, they arrive at the secret entrance to Jura's district through the catacombs beneath the Dominarch prison. What trials await them on the other side? Find out tonight on Stardust and Dragons! Keep keep all of this. All right. <laughs> all right. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I am Brandon Hatcher, your tail weaver, and this is Stardust and Dragons, a homebrew campaign set among the stars. As always, I am joined by our illustrious cast. We have Max Panda Juice Morin. Say what's up to the people. Hello. Yeah, that's my middle name. It's legal. <laughs> we have Reyna, the meme queen, Maguire. Say what's up to the people. Hi. We have Dan, the man, Wood. How are we doing, everybody? And we have Christian, him, Hatcher. <laughs> I am him, everybody. Yes. I am him. Yes. Always. We have a wonderful game plan for you tonight as we continue this dungeon crawl through the catacombs. You made it through the mines fairly easily last time. Uh, but now you are officially in enemy territory, so I pray that you're <laughs> and as if we weren't in enemy territory before. <laughs> well, we you'll see what hostile territory actually looks like tonight. Players, are you ready? Let's yeah. do it. It doesn't sound like it for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, then let us return to the cluster outside of the walls of Dominark. Let's go deep underground through the abandoned Stardust Mines, creeping into the secret entrance of the catacombs. As you cross the threshold, the air grows cold and musty. A chill runs down your spine with each step. The entrance to this chamber is a dimly lit cavernous space with walls made up of opaque stone and adorned with skulls and bones. The room is dimly lit by flickering torches mounted on the walls that cast shadows that dance over the bones and the skulls. As you walk inside of this large room, you see a series of stone sarcophagi lined up in the room. Some of their lids are half open, as if inviting you to investigate. However, a feeling of unease and death lingers in the air. What do you guys do as you step, as you cross this threshold and come into the catacombs? <coughs> Lyrax is gonna. What do we. Oh, excuse do... me. Did you have something? Go, 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 okay. go, 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 go. 
Uh, he was going to kind of part his jaws just a little bit, you know, like cats do when they're tasting the air. Um, and he's going to use Divine Sense. Mm, okay. And see if he can smell any stinky undead. Smell any stinky undead. Because I think um, that's exactly how it works. This is you can smell undeath and fiends and all that. Is there a roll or anything for that? Or? Uh, I know the location if they're within sixty feet of me, which is pretty big. If they're within. If they're within. 60 how does that? How does that divine sense look? Yeah. Um. As you do it. Well, I would say it's pretty subtle. Uh, there's not much that happens other than his already golden eyes kind of start to glow just a, just a faint bit. You'd have to be looking at him to see, but they just, he gets a little bit of a vision, and I imagine if he did see any undead, they would be kind of outlined with like a, a golden line in his vision, you know, as he's doing this. Because he's just all about the gold. You cast you, you cast your divine sense, and the walls melt away, and this this golden aura, as you, as you, as you call it, uh, you kind of look around, and this golden mist does coalesce in an area looks about uh, to the southeast of you, um, but it looks far off. Like if 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 your range is sixty feet, mm-hmm. it might be right at the border like like you take two steps backwards and it's out of your range you take two steps forward and it's back in your range like right there on the edge you know gotcha and 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 you can't quite make out the shape of it but it looks large Mm. and it's standing it's it's standing still it's not moving yeah i think lyrex has been kind of leading the party uh kind of staying in in the shadows as best he can he'll he'll come out uh, for just a moment to speak to everybody there is a uh rather large what i'm going to assume is undead at the very end of this cavern about 60 feet off it's not moving but it is certainly a thing best I can describe it. Probably hostile. What are the rest of you guys doing? Well, Lyrax, aren't you leading us? I mean, we've... You want me to go poke it with a stick, see what happens? (laughs) Uh... Casa's gonna peek at some sarcophagi while they're deciding that. (laughs) Okay, uh, Constant, give me an investigation check, please. A21. 21 awesome um are you looking at uh the empty ones or are you looking at ones that are open or are you going to open one that's closed uh, she wants to look in an open first okay uh you look you look inside of one of the open ones and it's completely empty uh save for a couple of tattered rags and clothes um with a 21 it's not necessarily what's inside of the sarcophagus that interests you though constant you've always been one to notice details that other people miss uh you see what look like tire tracks leading away from the sarcophagus out of the room and as you and as you follow the tracks out of the room you see multiple tracks going back and forth in and out of the room weaving through in and out in and out of uh, each one of the sar- uh each each one of the rows of the sarcophagus 
And the clothes mm. inside are they just like regular people clothes, like yes, maybe what workers would be wearing. Yeah, like a like a tattered shirt or like like uh, overalls with like no buttons. You know, just old tattered clothes. I'd have said it'd be funny if they were like clothes for a car. <laughs> the car corpse got out. <laughs> those big car lashes are just in there. <laughs> yeah, and like a, yeah. one of those winter tarps you put over it. The sunscreen, stripes. the sunscreen too. <laughs> All right. Do the tracks look fresh? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm almost. We should probably do it quick. It looks like whatever was in these. Uh. Experiencing uh, some pretty heavy traffic going to and from these sarcophagi? Almost hmm. as if on cue. Um, you all hear uh, voices coming from outside of coming from outside of the chamber. Um, can't really make out what it is they say, but uh, they don't sound human. As hmm. I'm. Um, well, stealth up. <laughs> you know what to do, Flip. Uh, as um, Brendan says, as he's already in one of the empty sarcophagi, sarcophagi um, and slowly bringing it <laughs> over to where it's he's hiding inside of it, and like leaving a little slit uh, so that he can see out, just in case anything comes by <laughs> that he doesn't want to come by. Why do I feel like this isn't the first time you've done this? Small people fit in small places, Mr. Lyrax. And most often... I'd suggest you other short people do the same. Most often the smallest people have the largest problems. Not a bad idea. (laughs) You can say that again. So yeah, as you as you guys uh, scramble to make your hiding places, you see uh, the you see the flames of a, of the torch getting closer as uh, you hear as you hear these uh, these two figures these two creatures uh, talking back and forth, and their voices getting louder as they, as they reach the entrance. Uh, everybody, give me a stealth check. Uh, Brendan has hidden inside of one of the sarcophagus. As you make these stealth checks, uh, please tell me where and how you're hiding. Oh, buddy, that's a fifteen. I want to get inside that coffin with Brendan, because we are small enough <laughs> a to fit. Fifteen. All right, so you both, so you both get in there together with a fifteen. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I think what happens is because I got a twenty-two, is I'm already in there and I, I open it up a little bit and it takes a second for Flip to get in and his like little legs is wobbling over and that's why <laughs> it's it's not a stealth. Oh, I'm, I'm like Winnie the Pooh right now trying to get into a rabbit's hole. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, and then I guess I will I will look to Constant to see if she's coming, but if she doesn't, I'm going to close it up. Well, Constant got a nat 20, so you look over, and there's just no one beside the sarcophagus she's just wow. looking at, but she is in it. <laughs> Immediately, just, okay, Cl- uh, close it to where it's like up. a little... <laughs> oh, there she is. <laughs> um, I guess Lyrex is probably going to get in a coffin as well. Um, just kind of I, I don't know. Are they big enough for me? Yeah, they're they're regular people size. Okay, good. Just making sure. <laughs> yeah. Not I like how the uh, the what? two short men are probably like stacked up in the coffin, like you would be in a trench coat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what what'd you roll? Like? I actually, I got out stealth this time. I only got a sixteen. Sixteen. 
Okay. Roll a six. All, all still pretty good all around. Stealth rolls, yeah. Yeah. Um, you all hide in the sarcophagus, sarcophagi, and being that all of you have hidden in there, I guess you don't see. Oh, what, I have a little slit. What comes in? Um, you have you have a little slit. Not only allow you see like one direction. I didn't cover my coffin. That's interesting. So you left your, uh, you left the lid off of yours. Yes, I can move if I need to. Do you dare take a peek with your 16 stuff? It's tempting, right? Hmm. You hear, uh, you, you do hear things though, uh, even though you don't see. Um, Brendan, you see uh, the two figures. Um, looks like they're wheeling a cart. Um, constant. You hear the the the, uh, the squeaky wheels as they as they as they're moving through. Um, does anyone speak goblin? Hold up. There is a good chance. <laughs> I do not. I know Damn. I'd be a loving goblin. That's one of my favorite <laughs> languages to take, though. Dang. Nobody, nobody took a took, took goblin as a foreign language Un- back in school. Unfortunately, in school. Flip does not remember his high school goblin classes. We've wiped out all the goblins on my home planet. <laughs> and Jesus. good on you. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, in that case, you hear a lot of back and forth. One pushes the other, and you see them. Uh, 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 um, Brendan, you would see them move something. I guess uh, give me a perception check with disadvantage. Okay. Ooh, I probably won't see it. I only got a 12. Got a 12. You see them taking something from they seem to be moving something back and forth back and forth from the from the cart to the coffin he okay mm-hmm. uh they're probably taking well okay so all of us have these little things that i made in our ears um that are basically like mini walkie talkies that speak directly into our brain stones, yeah yeah and so uh, flip will bring yeah, it speaks, I mean, and when I speak, I mean, it obviously goes through your ear, but you hear more okay. brain rather than it coming out uh, like a headphone or I something. Thought, like I thought that. you performed surgery on me while I wasn't looking. No, wouldn't have to do that. Not with my skill. Uh, so, uh, Brennan brings a finger up to his ear and just whispers, Alright, it looks like you're two goblins. Uh, Mr. Lyrax, do you think we should take him down, or uh, you want to just stay quiet? Decide quickly. And uh, Brennan loads his crossbow. Yeah, emboldened by the fact that these are goblins, and it doesn't sound like there's very many of them, he's going to try and quickly take a, a look and see if he can see any better. Or get, like, get advantage on the situation with my 16th self. You can... Give me a perception check, but you will have to re-roll the stealth check. Or you can keep your 16, but take disadvantage on your... Uh, oh, I'd rather re-roll the stealth. Perception. That'd be fine. Alright, give me a perception check. Or, yeah, give me a perception check. Oh, perception? Okay, I did the stealth as well, so I'll, I'll tell you that in a second. Oh, uh, that's persuasion. Both start with a P. <laughs> Alright. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm a lot stealthier than I am perceptive. Uh-huh. I got a nine on perception. A nine on perception. You kind of poke your head out real quick and then tuck back under. Um, 
Now, I guess, Lyrax, it depends on how stealthy do you want to be. I will let you uh, roll another <laughs> perception check, but this time you have to take disadvantage on your stealth. I have to take disadvantage on my stealth? Yes. <clears throat> you know, currently you're prioritizing your stealth over your uh, perception. Well, you see, I'm really good at <laughs> stealth. <laughs> Just not very good at perception, so I'm going to try again. Yeah. Feel like Lyrax keeps trying to like see what's going on. <laughs> Lyrax, <laughs> make a decision. All right, he's gonna poke his Maybe head back out. Up. Perception is very high. Um, stealth is, ooh, acceptable. Acceptable. Okay, a dirty twenty on stealth, a twenty-three on perception. With disadvantage. Yeah, I have a plus 30, ten. 20. Holy crap! <laughs> and and what and what was your uh, perception? Uh, twenty-three. 23. Awesome. With your amazing cat-like uh, reflexes. Yeah. It's just um, when you see, like, a cat, like, kind of, like, look at you from the corner of the room. And you, it's just, like, stalking its brain. <laughs> Super cute, <just> but <laughs> nobody else gets to see. I feel like he just keeps poking his head up, and then the goblin will turn around, and you'll... <laughs> <laughs> Already gone. They'll go, they'll go back to talking, and he'll look back again, and then... <laughs> <laughs> Um, what you see is though, yeah, you see you see two goblins. Um, you see they have a cart full of corpses, uh, and they appear to be dumping the corpses into the sarcophagi, not even one at a time, just kind of sloppily piling them in, and then sliding the sliding the uh, the heavy stone lids onto them. That's really weird. <laughs> And dumping, dumping those bodies in there as well. Uh, what was your perception again? 23. A 23? Um, yeah, uh, the, 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 the corpses all seem to be, uh, the corpses all seem to be dressed like the slaves and the miners, uh, from up top. I would like to use divine sense one more time and make sure they didn't just bring an army of zombies into the into the room so his, his eyes kind of flare up a little bit again and are, are those corpses alive <laughs> they are not okay cool the odds are still in our favor Lyrax what we got going on no touches uh they appear to be throwing Slave corpses into these coffins. I think it's just the two of them and that strange hulking so take thing. Take them out, yay or nay. Take them out, yay or nay. Let them get closer, and yes, we'll all make right. it to your coffin to strike. Wait, can we all hear this, or is that just between those two right now? Everybody. Okay. Everybody. Public open communication. Channel. <laughs> yeah. This. Open what are you doing? This is a restricted channel. Um, <laughs> as you uh, as you guys are talking back and forth, uh, they, it they, is an they open un- channel. Part and and um, you see them turn around and walk back out. Mother. No, nah, they don't get very far. Now, as soon as they turn around, they turn around and start making their way back to the door. <laughs> there you go. That's All right. Cool. Initiative yeah. time. <laughs> uh, I assume. You, guys, you, you guys get a surprise round. I've, I rolled a couple of perception checks for them, and they weren't able to break anything. They have no idea that anyone's in here. Why would they be expecting anything? So, how take f- it. Uh, before we start, how far for, are they from the big thing? 
From the big thing? The big zombie thing that you mentioned. Oh, the big zombie thing isn't in this room. It was, it's like... 60 feet Yeah, 60 down feet here. down deeper into the catacombs. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's too late now. It, it does mention if they're behind total cover, then I can't sense them. Well, but that's for future use. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the door. Sorry, I was trying to check it. this room. <laughs> All good. No worries. Okay, cool. He's We're gonna jump some shit. goblins now. Hey, God. God was just uh, he just gave you a little extra. <laughs> All right, thank you. So early birthday present. So f- flip as soon as they turn around, pushes the sarcophagus off of their head, um, immediately takes out the crossbow, flips it over his shoulder, loads it puts his thumb up and aims down towards his, uh, past his thumb with his, uh, night vision goggles, and he fires at one of the goblins, trying to shoot him in the back of the head. Alright, roll to hit. And I roll with advantage, right? Of course. Okay. He's surprised. Ooh. And I only get a 12. <laughs> with advantage? So- with advantage, oh, so no. fires and the arrow goes straight towards the uh, straight towards the goblin. But as he like had gotten up, his little goggles had gotten a little bobbled, so he's not really seeing good in the dark. And it shoots in between both of their heads, uh, and then he ducks back down and goes like, "God dang it, Flip! Uh, take care of him for me!" As he starting to reload the crossbow, Flip. I will see what I can do. So he flips, stands up. Uh, he looks over at the two over there. Takes out his long bow, so he, he can kind of collapse it. But it just he takes aim, and this is with advantage, correct? Correct. Okay. I love the idea that the long bow is bigger than you. Oh, it's massive. <laughs> oh, for sure. All right, so that's seventeen or a seventeen. The choice is yours, uh, DM. <laughs> well, <laughs> given the options, I think I'm going to have to say 17. Uh, 17 hits. Excellent. Awesome. Okay. So, we are hitting him with a, what? 10 damage. Not bad. Um, not bad for goblins at all. All right. 10 damage? Yeah. Oh, des- describe how this arrow pierces him and you one-shot this guy. One-shot. <laughs> Shot through the heart. So Flip, yeah, Flip, is, Flip is struggling with this bow a little bit, but he once he gets it out, he adjusts his glasses, takes aim, and then shoots a very powerful, very fast longbow bolt or longbow arrow into the head of the goblin, like stapling him to the nearest wall. Yeah, <laughs> just because it's that longbow arrow, <laughs> right through him, um, constant. Constance is staying in the oh, This is the least <laughs> yeah, aggressive yeah, yeah. person that you could have picked to, to go next. Constant is just Const- gonna, she's gonna um, peek up and, and keep an eye out for what's going on <laughs> and how and maybe how she can be of some assistance. Awesome. At a later moment. Right, right. Um, she she yeah. gonna be lookout. She gonna be lookout. She, she gonna be using her <laughs> superior dark vision to make sure. Superior dark vision. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. No goggles needed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lyrex. How, how far are they? Uh, is the one left? Uh, about 20 feet from you. Oh, easy. Okay, yeah. Um, Lyrex will get to him. Uh, mm-hmm. 
describe this. Fast as light. Like, he gets up from prone, which takes half his movement, but it doesn't matter, because he's a cat. The cats are just fast. So, in, like, a, <laughs> a streak of, like, golden mane and just a little bit of glint of the breastplate and the, uh, the sword comes down and like just as soon as he can turn around it's just a sword bearing down on him and he's gonna try and hit him cut through this guy he doesn't have any qualms about killing uh goblins i guess goblins. so uh <laughs> <laughs> he just discovered that about himself hey yeah well, this is the third well, oh wait i have advantage you said the gob- You said you already wiped out all the goblins on Achilles, so he's like, I- "Yeah, I, I helped with that." <laughs> I guess it's in his blood. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we got you all. <laughs> There's more of you. That's ca- that's canon now. That's Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. I love it. Uh, does a 13 hit an unarmored goblin? Oh my god, a 13 does not hit because he is not an unarmored goblin. He's armored. <laughs> Guys, run! Uh, it's okay. A 13 misses. Yeah, his, that's with advantage. He down, he. He ducks behind the cart, and it's and, and your and your blade hits the cart instead. Uh, <laughs> can we can we roll and see if I can go before him and yeah, that and was shoot your, him? Yeah, that was your surprise round. Yeah, let's get um initiative. initiative. Oh, I'm I'm struggling with this freaking <laughs> this this crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Holy crap, he jammed. natural 20 on his initiative, you no. guys. <laughs> Great. Okay. It's okay, I, I'm up front at least. Oh, oh he's going to scream, though. Oh, yeah, it sounds like we're about to just be barreling through this uh, this dungeon. There's no more stuff. <laughs> Listen, if that ends up happening, I'm not even going to feel bad because they were walking They were walking out of the room. And you hey, didn't that's, have to That's kill. a free kill. <laughs> I want the XP. This isn't an XP-based <laughs> game, guys. It's not. It's. It was more the fact that I just didn't want to have to deal with them later. Yeah, I mean, it's just two less goblins on the table. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, you know what? I, do you? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> we haven't used any spell slots. Um, We've been doing good. Unfortunately, I got a 16 on initiative. A 16. Did, any, did anybody natural 20 or did anybody beat a 22? Uh, I got a 7 D. <laughs> Constant? You were keeping Ten. an eye out. Constant is good back here. <laughs> you forfeited hey, your yo. turn, I guess. So. Okay. I got a 5. Okay. So okay. you're, you're okay. still doing better than me. I'm. <laughs> stupid thing is, I'm literally taking. You know what's happening back here? Freaking Brendan shot that crossbow. He sat down, watched Flip pull out the longbow. His whole crossbow was like shattered. Like he's he's rebuilding the crossbow with freaking stardust and trying to fix the thing while it's he's in the freaking sarcophagus. He's like, you got this flip, I believe in you. This is what I get for multi-classing. I only have one attack. It's my bad. Sorry, guys. Gotta roll a duct tape. Just just tape duct tape this thing together. Okay. Stardust infused duct tape. Let me. What? Let me let me tell you what happens. Um. Lyrax, you come out and you swing and you swing your sword and he ducks down the goblin ducks down behind the cart and there's a clang of a clang of metal on metal of the cart <clears throat> and there is a pause for a for a brief moment there's a beat. The goblin looks at you. You look at the goblin. The goblin uses his bonus action, uh nimble uh. escape. Um to take the disengage action as a bonus action. <laughs> oh no And he full movement 
haul asses out of there. <laughs> oh, yeah? How fast can goblins just, go? I bet he can't go faster than me. Screaming. Oh, no. speak goblin. You can't speak goblin. But we know you what, know what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Arms in the air. He's looking at his friend who has been skewered against the wall. <laughs> With his longbow. He takes off. Arms in the air. Leaves the cart behind. Um, and he and he just bolts it full movements, uh, uses uh, just completely takes off, uh, ex- exits the room, making all sorts of noise. That's is is he good. in longbowing range? Of course. Longbow is like a a god awful. Because I think Flip goes before me, so I'm gonna give you an opportunity. Turn the corner. Oh. Just, I'll, I'll ricochet it off the wall. Nah. <laughs> Watch this. Trick shot. <laughs> Do it. Damn. Do it. No Don't pressure. It. Go for the running. I mean, what is it? What else is he going to do on his turn? I have. I'm not, I don't want to buy any more arrows. I mean, I don't want to have more arrows. Let's see. Oh, we'll go for it, Flip. That's a 22. Oh. <gasps> I saw uh, it's above a 20, and I was like, wait a minute. It's not a natural 20, but it, uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to go clean up. (laughs) We got to go. Watch Constant. Uh, (laughs) At least Flip killed one. At least Brendan killed one of them. Uh, As you say that, Lyrax. I I killed one of them. Uh, (laughs) He says he's fixing the... He just lights a cigarette. <laughs> nah, that would be me with a 16. That was Flipstar. Flipstar. Yeah, y'all get your names confusing right now. Um, yeah, Lyrax is gonna bonus action dash and catch up to him. Because I'm a rogue. So yeah, if, if, you, can, if you can cover 60 feet I and can. still have it, if you can cover 60 feet and still have an action, you might be able to. I sure can. Um, salvage some stuff. Yeah, bonus action dash from being a rogue. So okay. clears that, makes it up to him. So full movement sixty, bonus full movement mm-hmm. thirty, bonus action sixty. All right. I'm gonna try one action. more time. Come on, dice. There we go. Okay, twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one hits. All right. How does this look? All right. So as he deals twelve damage, he's gonna run up behind this goblin. Because the other one got skewered, might as well follow like suit. So he's just gonna like run up and like full on rapier thrust like straight through his back and bring him up on it. And bring him up on it. Mm-hmm. And as and as he does Make a kebab. He, he releases uh, the goblet releases just this death curdling scream as the life drains from his body. He was like, oh, okay. Nobody heard. Alright, Brendan uh, gets on um gets on the radio frequency again looks like we're going loud everybody (laughs) yeah you guys just watched lyrax like run around the corner and then there was like "Ah!" uh scream yeah brendan jumps out of the uh sarcophagus come on constance let's get to running and he uh runs over to where constance uh sarcophagus is and offers her a hand out of the uh sarcophagus she's hitting her head repeatedly on the inside of the sarcophagus Oh, come on. And he grabs her shoulder and tries to pull her out. Ah. 
All right. All right. Um, as you guys, uh, as the two short men in constant, uh, come go to catch up to you, Lyrax, because you were a bit ahead of them. Um, give uh, give me a dex check or a dex saving throw. Yeah. Me? Yes. Uh oh. <laughs> Ooh, I rolled very well. Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Awesome. Um, a jet, or yes, a burst of steam comes shooting up from the ground. Uh, but your reflexes serve you well, as you're able to dodge out of the way. Is this? Is this a? Uh, I I use the goblin to block it. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes flying off the sword. <laughs> Um, you, you look around and, uh, you notice that uh, you're in kind of a cramped, cluttered environment. Um, you see these, uh, old, rusted, dilapidated pipes that are, that are snaking along the walls and in and out of the, uh, the skulls and the bones. Um, everything is covered in, like, this, uh, this kind of a fog making, um, making the area kind of lightly obscured. So not necessarily dark vision, right? Like, you can still see. It's, it's just, just obscured. Yeah, it's just obscured. Um, okay. you see this, uh, this massive, as, as the rest of the party joins you, you see this massive, um, ancient boiler. It's huge, uh, metal exterior is tarnished and worn. You see these pressure gauges and valves releasing a threatening <laughs> scalding steam shoots from them periodically. And, um, amidst all that, you hear the unmistakable mechanical whirring and heavy footsteps of an industrial robot as it takes one step forward. Oh, this this thing that... Did it just try and blast me with steam? You see within the fog two yellow lights appear. Oh, frick. About six, uh, about seven feet above you. Oh, it's big. <laughs> the lights, the lights glide over the goblin and towards you guys. Give me a stealth check. Yeah. I was about to ask. <laughs> That's rough. That's, That's not that bad. Okay. Oh, above average. I okay, I thought that was a one. <laughs> it's a oh, seven. you know, you missed the other number. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. That's rough. I would like to think, and I don't know this isn't how it actually is, but whenever I roll really high on stealth, it's just like a straight up just... Whoop, <laughs> just like disappeared instantly. That's more fun in my head, anyways. You guys right. play Mario sixty four and you go, just disappear. <laughs> Stealth uh, checks. What do we have? Twenty fourteen. You are safe. Thirty twenty. Thirty twenty. You are safe. Dan, twenty six. I have a fourteen. Fourteen. You are not safe. And, oh, and uh, Max, what did you roll? Twenty six. 26. The basically what happens what I what I see happening at least is the eyes going up and he sees a skewered goblin 
and all of a sudden like as it shoots towards i feel like flip was like in the middle and all of us were around the sides and immediately just go to the walls <laughs> and flip is looking on both directions as he's caught the only person inside of this giant light Phil is, uh, flip is strolling you know i mean he's he's, he's definitely caught so he just just smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you look up and you meet the gaze of this thing, as, and you see as the yellow eyes shift to red. It Ooh. likes you. The color of pain. That's the vibe I was getting. Mixture of the two. Love is a complicated emotion. <laughs> <clears throat> I would like to roll initiative. This thing's about to shoot my friend. <laughs> we don't know that. It anyway, turns on the same initiative from, from yellow to red. Flip. I'm actually colorblind. Flip as the, as the <laughs> flip as as you turn up as you turn up smoking the cigarette as you look at as you as you meet as your gaze meets this robot's gaze and the light turns red. Um. <laughs> constant. Brendan, yeah. Lyrex, you see. Well, you all hear it first. It sounds like a pressure releasing. And then... And you see a large metal hand flying from the fog. Blitzcrank, mother... Grabs... Grabs, flips... Tiny, tiny little short body. <laughs> and that's the last time you see him as he as he is yanked into the fog. Can and I pull. attempt to and try and jump onto Flip as he's getting pulled away? Because I'm hearing this little... No, because no. there's no way you could have seen that coming. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Oh, much. All right. Uh, well, now we were rolled initiative. Okay. <laughs> so, before I tell you my initiative, Ooh. at the very least, <laughs> yes. While I was staring at this thing, can I make a mechanics check to see if I can see any type of, like, I like any type of weak points through this thing at all? An off switch. Because I am all about robotics mechanics and stardust combinations i'm gonna say no for now because okay. all you have seen is the eyes you you know you know what the eyes were about seven feet up there uh-huh you don't know what this thing is what it looks like or anything i got you if you gather some more information then we can talk <laughs> copy that all right so what we got what we got on initiatives I natural 20 for a 24. Fire, okay. Probably go first. 17. 17? Why do I keep going last? Uh, Jesus. Uh, 16. I, I also rolled a 17. Um, Constant, I'm gonna let you go first though. I'm gonna let you Yay. go before. I'm gonna let you go before uh, the robot does. Uh, Flip, what you got? Oh, I can roll it. Oh, I'm yeah, you're not dead. Out. You can still roll initiative. I, I thought it was over. <laughs> and Flip is dead immediately. He said, "Reroll a character." Not even <laughs> ten episodes in. He's like, "You get the best prize of all." Yeah, a new said, well, character sheet. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we're we're sitting at uh, 
I think what was that, an 18? How do I check the game? Why does everybody have better, like, initiatives? Like, I rolled pretty good this time, too. I, can, can anyone see the, uh, the D&D Beyond? Yes, yeah, I roll, roll his, It says you got an 18. Okay, 18. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I was about to say, I don't, I don't have it pulled up for everybody. You got 19. Really? 19. Okay, so we got uh, Lyrax, then Flip, then Constant, then the robot, and then Brendan. So yeah, Lightly Obscured is, uh, yeah, just disadvantage on perception checks, that's all. Okay, cool. In that case, uh, can I see this thing from here? Or do I have to advance? Do I have, can I see it from here? Or do I have to get up closer? Um, you saw that you saw the two yellow eyes, so you know about what direction it's coming from. You can't really tell how far away it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I'm a, I'm pretty stealth up right now. I got pretty good stuff going on for me. So I'm gonna approach. Uh, not gonna full dash or anything. I'm just gonna move my regular 30 feet, unless I bump into it before then. Okay. Uh, you move, you move 30 feet towards it. Okay. Um, moving 30 feet towards it, you don't bump into it. You're about uh, you're about 15, 20 feet away from it, but you do see it, though. Um, it's this uh, very large, rusted, metal uh, titan. Uh, almost looking thing. About, about, the same si- about the same size of the boiler. Um, you see, as you see it's it it it's it's almost like it can't really maneuver through there's a bunch of pipes uh uh snaked around through the room and everything and so it has to kind of carefully maneuver itself as as it's uh as it makes its way through the room it has these two large arms on it and in one hand uh uh its fist is about the size of flip's body as it's hold as it's holding him seven feet into the air um and right now the spotlight eyes are on him. Uh, it's got the, uh, yeah, and it's just this, this large seven foot towering rusted metal Titan holding on to Flip right So it's holding on to him. Uh, do, do I see like, it, it, it's just a metal thing? Just, should I just hit it? <laughs> or is there like a, a some wires to slash at? Give me a perception check. Disadvantage. With disadvantage? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, an eight. An eight. Mm-hmm. It's a big metal robot, dude. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm going to... The... I'm assuming this thing looks pretty terrifying because it just grabbed him, like, effortlessly. Mm-hmm. So I want it to not kill him, so I'm going to try and get its attention, at least takes his blade and try tries to go for this thing but there's another blast of steam that comes out of it and just kind of gets in his eyes for a second and he just completely whiffs and it kind of clangs on the ground completely revealing where he is um all right uh, we're in this to flip you are current you are currently oh. uh, uh 
grappled and restrained. Um, give me a strength check. We don't got the we don't have the bones for that DM. We we rolled a four, I believe. Flip is trying uh, just to breathe a little bit. It's a little on his tummy yeah, and his lungs. Is it? No luck. It's not moving. Okay. Mm. Uh, so am I stuck? Can I do anything else? Can I try again. Uh, not as long, not as, not while you're not while you're grappled and restrained. No. Mm. So I can't exactly stand up in this hand, right? Well, no, you're seven feet off of the ground uh, in the air. So I'm I'm not like Iron Giant style, or am I more like you know BFG? Yeah, kinda? yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of like Iron Giant style. And you actually get like a closer look at this thing. Um, the face of it kind of reminds you of the Iron Giant. It doesn't. It doesn't have a mouth. It's just these. It's just these two like spotlight kind of a lighthouse looking eyes on this like a dome tower thing for a head. It, it's not even necessarily like it has shoulders. It's just like a like if you could imagine just like a rounded off kind of top part for the body with these with these arms kind of attached to it. Um, yeah, uh, since you're a little bit closer, you see it's kind of like a steampunk design. Um, there are lenses and, uh, and gauges and uh, pressure pipes uh, lining all over the body as the steam kind of... You, you get an idea that uh, that's where the fog is kind of coming from. This thing is producing it because of the amount of steam that is being released out of it. Um, you see, it doesn't look like a... Uh, it doesn't look like a security robot. It looks like a guard. Or no, no, no. Sorry. It looks like a maintenance robot. I see. Um, yeah. Can I make a perception check to look at this thing a little closer, like a little, a little more closely, and just see if there's any potential weaknesses or any sort of crucial uh, mechanics in it? You know, something that would be really bad if it fell off or had a fist put into it. Um, yeah, give me, yeah, give me, give me a, give me a, give me a roll. All right, here we go. It's a 12 perception check, not, you know, gold. Yeah, not the greatest. Uh, off of a, off of a 12, um. It is also steam, it, it it's steam powered. Right. That's what I can tell you with the 12. We'll do, do with that information what you will. It's steam power. All right. Uh, I think that brings it around to the mech's turn, actually. Yeah, the mech kind of looks around the room. Uh, the lights go back to you, Flip, as it turns around and starts to walk away with you. Oh, in the head. I just got hit with like the Miguel O'Hara stinger. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, you cannot stop it. It is a canon event. It is a canon event. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've been just looking at it with the. Hey. So. What are we going? <laughs> <laughs> Internally, of course, he's he's um that's that's what he's thinking. But uh, and he reality, he's not really saying much because. You know, I don't think it, this thing's gonna reply even if he does ask it anything. So we're riding it out. Where are we going, DM? <laughs> Constant. Your turn. <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> Costa's gonna follow that robot. <laughs> How does how She's does gonna, how does Constant feel at this moment? Just deeply perplexed. Uh, she, up until like two seconds ago, was still operating on Plan A mentally. So now is is, is just now catching up that they are everything is completely exploded. Uh, there are no rules, and uh, one of her buddies has just been abducted by a sentient boiler. So, hey, it is what she it is. That can be. It's gonna get <laughs> back, so she's just gonna follow the robot. She's gonna try to sneak under some the, like the lower pipes, like trying to stay out of sight. But she's moving, moving forward. Yeah, yeah. It, it it appears to have gotten what it wanted. As you see, the lights kind of turn away from you, so you're able to kind of keep up and and stay out of sight here, uh, mm-hmm. Brendan. Brennan turns and sees his friend being, like, his best friend in the world being taken away. And he reaches in his pocket, pops out some stardust, open, rips off the packet, chugs it down, and then cast basically an enhanced version of that expeditious retreat. He signals and calls in over uh, the intercom and says, we're following right behind you, Flip. I'll be there as fast as I need to be, but we need to know where this robot's going. And so I'm gonna cast Expeditious Retreat on myself, but the version that has Stardust infused with it. Ooh, this is interesting. I think this is is the first time that Stardust has been used in game. Amazing, I love it. Okay, so first things first, I need you to roll percentiles for me percentile dice yes as 100 as when you take this stardust you have there is a a, there is a percentage of a wild magic effect to pop off 62 percent 62 percent you are safe no wild magic effect happens at this time (laughs) So uh, basically, I guess what happens is as soon as so expeditious retreat uh, is a what level spell is expeditious retreat? It's just a first level. It's just a first level spell. So with you taking so with you taking stardust, you may upcast it by a level equal to the amount of stardust that you consume. I only did one, so I would have done it at second level expeditious retreat. Okay. Alright. Um, so I there is no really upcasting expeditious retreat. Um, so can I just like double the effects? I'll give you I'll give you double uh I'll give you double movement. Hey. I'll give you double movement if you're taking it. Perfect. Uh and so basically what happens is Um as he rips this bag open and chugs all this dust into his mouth. Uh, it immediately goes to his eyes, but then you see it across all of his veins. They start to grow, <coughs> glow this golden, golden color, and slowly but surely it goes straight into his feet as he casts Expeditious Retreat, and that's exactly where it's centered. And so basically, like almost like the Flash, um, each 
each step that, uh, regardless of how slow, each step that Brendan takes, there's like this arc as if he's going kind of slower, and it's just like a line of goldenness like follows behind him. Um, and he is going to just go ahead and zoom, staying in the shadows, um, and staying hidden behind this robot, just being prepared for wherever it's taking Flip because he knows he's not going to be... He actually knows this is probably the best scenario since they have no more stealth. And he can at least get the drop on whoever is going. this robot is taking uh, Flip to. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, you're able to keep up uh, super easily. Um, you're, right, you're, like, probably running, like, parallel with him at this point. The thing's not very fast. Um, but I'm very slow. <laughs> Okay, I believe, yeah, that brings us back to the top of the round. Uh, Lyrex, what do you do? So it's walking away with Flip. Mm -hmm. And it seems like Brendan is just going to follow. Mm -hmm. It How he said it's going, thir what, 30 feet a turn, roughly? Like my speed? Yeah. Okay. I guess we're following. <laughs> um, Lyrex is just gonna stay, stay stealthy, stay low, stay to the shadows, and follow along. I guess, I guess we're just gonna see what happens. It sounds like a really bad idea to Lyrex personally, but you know, don't want to throw off the team momentum we got going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Flip, you want to give me another strength check? See if you can get out of this thing. Yeah, and also that when, when Brendan said he was gonna follow us and whatnot, that was a transmission to the to the entire yeah, everybody. Yeah, that was right? over okay. through everybody. Yes. So Flip responds. Hey, I appreciate it, mate. I, to be fair, this is got a best case scenario. I'm confident I can talk my way, or at least stall for a long time in front of whoever we come across. So. Just keep the shadows, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about I send Chunk up there with you? And Chunk will start to fly and basically stay in the air above behind this thing's head. Uh, and Chunk can help you out if things do start to go a little haywire. But for now, breathe. I'm make it. Oof, that's a five. On the strength check, so he it, it's just still he manages to get like a little elbow in, and he can like just breathe a little bit more. But the second he lets up, it just goes. Oh, <laughs> I, I I'm not getting out of this. Is she hit? It's all right. Is she hit? Hey, hey, I should. I won't. All right. Um, so he's stuck. Yeah. Uh, the maintenance bot's gonna keep keep walking then. <laughs> um, that seems like a strategy. One more perception. Can I make one more perception check, or is that still like? Absolutely. Okay. Let's see. It's a fourteen this time. Not crazy. A fourteen. Uh, what 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 exactly are you looking for? What are you looking for? So. And I'm looking for any weaknesses in the armor, like anything around the joints that might be a little softer in material so it can bend easier. 
or maybe some vent where the steam's coming out. That seems like, oh, if someone threw something in there, that could really mess this up. Okay, yeah. Or, yeah. Um, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, your line of thinking is pretty accurate on that second one. Um, it does run off, it does run off of steam. Um, I would say with the 14, there is, uh, you notice a main kind of release uh it, it almost looks like like a like a chimney on its back um just this uh this this metal this metal tube that goes that, ex that extends upward um and it's kind of a it's kind of billowing steam out every couple of minutes the steam will come fight uh, shooting out of that thing um as far as jamming something up with a 14 that could be an option all right, I will. I want. I do want to relay that to the. Where where is that release again? Uh, it's it's relative to the. It's on the. It's on the mech's back. Okay, right. It's like a it's like a chimney. Yeah. So I'm gonna get on the. Use my ear. Tap my shoulder. Turn my AirPods on. Um. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for following me. If you direct your attention to the large titan's back, if you can see through the steam. I think that's where a large release is. Any damage to that would really heat that thing up. Just a, just a thought. Just a thought. And, uh, yeah. That's, that's me. Alright. Um. Yeah. Mech's gonna keep on walking. Uh, he's not gonna <laughs> do anything for his, uh, for his actions. Uh, constant. What's the walking speed of the mech? Uh, 30 feet. Alright, alright. I got 25, so she's gonna keep following. She's she's a little behind, but she's keeping up. Mm -hmm. And she she looks for the... the little chimney... that, um... that her buddy's talking about. Can she see it from the ground? Um... Give me a perception check. <laughs> okay, you're okay. Okay. All right. All right. We're looking. We're doing some looking. All right. Uh, four. So I'm guessing now. Uh, you don't see it, but you. I mean, you see the robot. You kind of have an idea of where it is. You just don't actually like have visualize on it. You know. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. but you're like, there's the robot. There's its back. I have it. I I bet the chimney's somewhere over there. Okay. Okay. Can she? Like, look, okay, how? It's pretty big, right? It's like, it's like an enormous structure. Yeah. She's gonna try yeah. to run and like jump on to like hold on to one of its legs. Okay, uh, give me acrobatics or athletics, whichever one's better for you. Ah, <laughs> uh -huh, dirty 20. Wow. Okay. Uh, describe this little little Miss Constant <laughs> running up to the thing. All right, Constant. Um, I think the key to this is that she doesn't think about it. She just she gets like a, a half second impression, like, yeah, I could probably get that. I could probably make that. I could probably jump onto that. And before she gives herself a chance to overthink it and trip or like chicken out. She just does, and when she latches on, she looks surprised at herself for half a second, like, oh. 
all right, I'm here now. Didn't, you, didn't know you had that in you. <laughs> she like nervously like looks up to see if it's noticed her. Um, you, you've jumped, you've, you've jumped up onto this thing and you, you grabbed it and you actually notice it's not as, not that difficult to climb, actually. Like between, between all of like the snaking pipes and stuff, uh, the steaming vents and, 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 um, and it actually looks like there are a couple of like, uh, little holds welded into, welded into the robot. Okay. She like um, gets onto the what are what are we calling this like um, onto the magical AT and T like the sending <laughs> stones uh, yeah. yeah she gets on the line gets on the horn the horn okay um I am on the robot it doesn't appear to notice much it doesn't see directly so I'm gonna try to climb it uh, be careful Constant. Maybe she told me that a couple seconds ago before I was on the robot, but here we go. All right, uh, Brendan. Be reckless, Constant. <laughs> or, well, sorry, was that it for you, Constant? Bonus action? Yes, well, if, if she can use a bonus action to climb any, or if she, or... Um, if, we'll, we'll say you start, we'll start, you start your ascent. Okay, cool, cool, All right. Cool. Brendan. All right. Brendan looks over and sees Constance doing that. Uh, he's gonna radio over to, uh, Lyrax. Lyrax. Uh, if you could help out Miss Constance, that would be, uh, very helpful. Um, you want me to I think break it? Yeah, might as well. I'm gonna take a, a, a good look up ahead, just in case to make sure he's not gonna drop flipping like a pit or something. Um, but don't worry. Uh, I think I'll be fast enough to get back, just in case anything start, bad starts to happen. Sounds good to me. Alright. And just like a streak of golden lightning. Hey, that's my job. Stop that. Brendan shoots forward <laughs> and starts running as basically like that the flash freaking green screen thing that they have in the show. And he's running as fast forward as he can. So you uh, have, just keeping his eye out. So your bonus action dashing each time. Um, so I run 75 feet forward. Or so Brendan. So 75 uses, feet. Yeah, uh, you pass it. Yeah. He goes as fast as he can. I mean, I was keeping up with it in general. Um, so I go 75 feet past it. Uh, or I go as far forward as I can, just looking forward to see if I can see anything. Okay. Um, ooh, this is not how I thought this session was going to go. But okay. I thought y'all were going to be stealthy. I guess fuck stealth, right? <laughs> we're here now. Okay. Um, well, you know. As you... Uh, when in Rome. Indeed. Sure. <laughs> as you, uh, Brendan, as you as you run forward, uh, you actually uh, run into the next chamber. Um, the smell hits you first. Uh, uh -huh. make a Constitution saving throw, please. For the smell? Yes. Jesus. Well, I'm gonna re-roll that with my. Uh... Whatchamacallit luck with <laughs> bountiful luck. Cause that was a nat one. That's an 18. 18. You managed to keep your lunch down. <laughs> as <laughs> as as you are hit with this putrid stench of decay and blood. Um the air gets heavy and suffocating. And I, like 
you 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 walk you you, you walk into this room. It's this it's this uh this large area, this large room, um, filled with you see there are stainless steel tables in the center of the room. Um, each they each have baskets next to them. Uh, you look up and you can see um chains hanging from the ceiling significantly uh the ceiling isn't as tall as it is in the boiler room it's probably only like you know it's probably like only like five feet tall in here and you see the chamber itself is filled with looks like instruments of torture and interrogation each instrument is polished to a shine just like the stainless steel tables you wouldn't tell type of unspeakable things that have happened here until you look at the floor you see that it is stained and smudged with dark patches of dried blood and other fluids you you come into this room and well I guess uh what do you do as you as you come into this room and you see this here alright everybody cover your nose if you can um, Chunk, uh, take some pieces of cloth from, uh, one of our friends. Stuff them up with my, my good friend's nose, please. Uh, everybody, it is not pretty in here. And, uh, I think they might be trying to torture Flint. But, um, yeah, if you guys could stop that thing, that'd be amazing. I'm gonna keep looking. And uh, he's just going to look around uh, to see if he sees any signs of actual life or any torture people or anything like that. You hear something to uh, in the darkness to your right. Someone whispering. He'll uh, saddle up and pull out his pistol and uh, flip it over kind of like a cowboy. And out of his, uh, he'll tap on his uh, shoulder and his shield will come out like normal. And he'll look and say... Might want to reveal yourself. But Ain't in much of a talking mood right now. You hear, you hear a gasp and shuffling. Sounds like more than one person. Slowly, and he'll take aim, uh, keeping himself behind uh, the shield and uh, his gun pointed out. Here. Oh, no, please don't hurt us. Walk out slowly, and I'll see about hurting you or not. And he'll take a few steps back. We can't. And why is that? You hear you hear uh, the clinking of chains. Huh. Fine. And what Flip will do, I mean, what Brendan will do is he'll take off his goggles and he'll pull up uh, this lantern off of his side and shove basically them together. And uh, he's going to change his infusion from um, the goggles of night to the lantern of revealing. And basically it molds in his hands and basically like a little transformer. It transforms into a small lantern, and he turns the lantern on, and it reveals anything invisible. 
within, I think, a 60-foot radius, and it shines bright light for 30 feet. Okay. Does and it, another dim light for another 30 feet. Doesn't out, it take out time to change infusions and stuff like that? I thought uh, I don't think you could just do it on the fly. Oh, frick. Well, never mind then. I won't do any of that. Uh, Sorry. It sounded cool, but I'm like, I think... Yeah, I think I think that's like downtime activities to change the infusions. But you can take your lantern out and like see what's going on. Oh, screw it then. Well, I will do a little much less cooler version of something, and he'll take one of the uh, he'll take a a credit out of his pocket, kiss it, and bright light will start shining on it, and he'll use magical tinkering and flick it towards that corner so he can see what's over there. Okay, cool. Um. You see the slaves. Um, there's about eight of them. Um, you see, uh, they all all different races. Um, you see a mother cradling her young son. You see, uh, a, you see what looks to be a couple kind of huddled together. Uh, and couple of other people all of them look you know emaciated like just skin and literally like just skin and bone um a lot of them look elderly um a couple of them are kids uh they all look sick uh one of them has a broken arm um he said uh and and, and they, they all look up at you you can't tell how long they've been down here their 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 beard their hair has been overgrown uh, their fingernails dirty, their clothes worn and ragged. They're sh they're shaking like like stray dogs as they as they as 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 your light illuminates them and they see you standing there. Who's the per? Where's the person that did this to you? Who's the? Uh, he's the doctor. He says he has plans for us. Where is he? We we don't know. He he come he comes and goes. As he pleases. From what door? She raises a, she raises a bony finger and points across the room to a steel to a steel door. Uh, flip uh, flip Brendan. Brendan will run over there, grab a crowbar, and shove it in between. Um, and this is part of my normal equipment that I have crowbar. Okay. And shove it onto the bottom, um, so the door is like jammed as much as he can. He'll run back as fast as he can. He'll say, cover your ears, pull out his repeater pistol, and start firing on all of their chains. Okay. To release. Roll to hit. Nah, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> How bad you want it? How yeah. bad do you want it? Nat one, you kill all yeah. of them. Well, <laughs> wanted style, the bullet goes through each one of them. <laughs> all right, yeah. Um. With some quick work, uh, we'll say, like I said, there's there's multiples of them. So you begin to start freeing the slaves. We're gonna jump back to the uh, to the action now. Yeah, go for it. Um, I think that's top of the round, actually. Uh, Lyrax, it's on you. Um, as we as we as the camera shifts and we come back outside, uh, <laughs> um, he ran about 75 feet up. So you so you have between you know 25 and 75 uh, feet before you make it to wherever Flip is gonna get dropped off at. Lyrax, what do you do? As Brendan runs off, uh, basically saying the game plan, uh, Lyrax just shrugs and says, yes, sir. And, um, 
and he's gonna take his rapier and try and jam it into this exhaust thing um, right next to Constance, but you know, avoiding stabbing her in the face, obviously. Well, it's long sword, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, is, this is acceptable. Can I go? What is it, athletics, acrobatics? I was just gonna hit it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it said it, if it takes damage, it's gonna do some it's stuff, right? Exhaust. It's the fact that you have to climb up seven feet. It's only seven feet the tall, right? The exhaust is right here. Yeah. I'm six two. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, are you going off of short people proportions? I'm all right. <laughs> I keep thinking that. He's like, don't even try. You'll have to climb for days. It, yeah, it's just a little bit taller than Lyrex. It's not like, but I guess to everyone else. Everybody like, else is like, oh my God. <laughs> all right, cool. Calming me like a basketball. Feet. All right. I really thought in my so, mind's eye like a giant. I, I need to attack it, right? This is what I'm understanding. Um, like jam yeah, okay. something into it. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna do my best to jam this rapier into it. Do I have advantage since I'm hidden? Um, no. Because it right. doesn't rely on sight. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Oh well. well um. Technically speaking, stealth isn't sight. Stealth is the act of being hidden. I didn't need it. That'll be a natural twenty. Ooh. <laughs> okay, and you know all these dice like? are about to get rolled. Yes, what does this net twenty look like? You might you might say flip yet. Um yeah, so he's gonna smite on this. Uh <laughs> as you guys are we're walking through the fog and it's, this thing's like headlight beams are kind of cutting through it, and Flip is kinda sitting there like Gah. Flip sees this thing gets silhouetted in golden light. As Lyrax takes his sword from behind, which begins to glow with radiance as he just absolutely jams it into there and it explodes inside of it. Oh, so I'm going to get this rolled. Roll Let's that see. damage to mm -hmm. release the smite inside of the robot. So that's 17 on the flat damage. And then that's 46 plus 48. From the sneak attack and the smite. Oh my lord. This is what I built this character for. Oh, yes. Hey, that's a natural, uh, that's a natural 20, baby. Uh, you know, all the dice are good. All right, so that's 38 additional damage. 17 plus 38. 40, 50, 55, 55 damage. damage in one hit. 55 damage? Just jam oh. it straight through its head, I guess. It's already a rust bucket. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead. Uh, you complete. You completely incapacitate it. It has sixty hit points. Okay. It did fifty-five points of damage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Like one of the one of the headlight eyes just gets poked out <laughs> in the front. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. There's a. Uh, you see a little like a little small little radiant explosion as it like light shines out of the. Uh, it pops uh, some of the lenses off of the. Uh, the, off of the Pages, and radiant light and energy shines through as the uh, as the spike explodes inside of it. It's just like just the metal just bends outward, you know. Yeah, like it, it banana peels. Yes, <laughs> yes. 
and it just and it just sits there and it it, it just kind of leads to the right then crashes onto the ground um flip uh give me a uh dexterity saving throw and dexterity saving throw oh that's a natural 20 it's a natural 20 awesome you yeah, parkour your way parkour your way onto the ground oh you're totally safe <laughs> I like to think like the, the robot's falling. It's it's completely looks like oh my god, flip might break his neck, and then it just like a huge puff of explosion, and he's just kind of sitting there with his hands in his pocket. <laughs> that was close. You, we don't know. We don't know <laughs> how he really, made it out. Really, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. That was really, really close to you guys. Flip was scared. He doesn't look scared. <laughs> that was just constant made it off. <laughs> I almost exploded. Yeah. Oh, oh right, constant. Oh. Give Hi. me a <laughs> yeah. Give, give me a dexterity saving throw. Cool, cool. Would you take anything else? I feel like constant just has to let go. <laughs> it's a nap. <laughs> like it's a. It doesn't matter what I do. Okay, constant. Wait, how far away are you from me? You're like you're, oh, you're 75 feet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, constant. Right listen, listen. Yeah. Constant. Oh, There's older state over. The bad news is, in that one is in that one, so you're gonna take some damage. The good news is, you weren't nearly as high up as Flip was, so <laughs> it's not gonna hurt nearly as much. Oh, good. Yeah. You take. Okay, you take nine points of damage from the fall. All right. Could have been much worse. You 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 land you land a little yeah. hard. You land a little hard. Uh, but you're okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. She's just like on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. And as this robot topples uh, into the ground, um. Oh my God. The noise. Did it stop again. Um, oh, the noise. As this thing hit, it it it, tum it lands and tumbles into the pipes uh, that were carrying all the steam. It just put. Please put some loud ass sound effects in right here or something. <laughs> the metal bar. Yes, just, sound yeah, just yeah. You know, like just hey. metal pipes just just oh landing God. all over the. Uh, how about yeah. this? Uh, Let's say a disclaimer or warning. Yeah. This next sound effects will be very large. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just, and, and the sound just reverberates throughout the entire chapter. Well, if he didn't know we were here before, <laughs> he definitely knows now. You guys better get up here. As you. And don't, don't forget to cover your nose. It's pretty bad. As you say that. Almost on cue. <laughs> that uh, that metal door that you successfully jammed. Uh, you you hear it shake. <laughs> what the? <sighs> shake again. You hear somebody bang up against it, and bang up against it, and bang up against it. The uh, the the slaves that the slaves that you're helping free, they get they get terrified again. No 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 no. Shh. Head down that hall. That mechanical beast is gone, and there are no goblins. 
head back through the way we came. There's a prison sort of thing, experimental place. At the very least, those people should be able to help you. And let me take care of this. Pulls out his, his pistol, spins it around, and stands right in the middle of the doorway with a shield, ready to go. Taps on his mic. Hey guys, you might want to hurry up. Looks like we got company. Give me a uh, persuasion check. Persuasion? Mm -hmm. <sighs> Plus zero. Let's see what we got. Natural 20. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So with the natural 20... Uh, these people are downtrodden. They are indentured servants, slaves, experiments. They had lost all hope. But as they see Brendan Dianhart, one half of the two short men, literally break their chains and free them, and say, go that way, the mechanical beast is defeated. They are all, they swell with, with hope again. As you see some of the color even comes back into their skin as they, as they, as their eyes get big and they look and they see, even the, even the children that are there, they see with your back to them as you, as you have your gun in one hand and your shield in the other, prepared to face down whatever threat is behind this door. And they are inspired to take their lives back and try to survive. You see the adults scoop up the children, and and, and you see us. You see us some, uh, help help some of the elderly and some of the broken, pick them up, and then uh, one of the women touches you. She goes, "Thank you, thank you very much." It's all in a day's work, ma'am. She's going to uh, take her take her elderly father, and they're going to uh, lead them out. Uh, Brendan stands resolute, thinking that this might be the the big bad guy that they were sent to go steal these keys from. And he thinks to himself, before he wanted to do this somewhat quietly, before he wanted to uh, not cause too much of a ruckus, but at the end of the day, after seeing those people chained up, and freeing them. Uh, he never really had a stomach for it, regardless of what part of the war he was in. Slaves and the like. And a new sense of some type of moral attitude ignites within Brendan. And he knows for sure that whoever walks through that door is not going to be walking out. This time, it's not going to be stealthy. This time, it's going to be death and destruction. And that's the only way this is going down. Alright. The, uh... The banging stops. Um... Flip. Lyrax. Constant. You're all full movement making it towards, uh... Making it towards Britain, and you hear this, and you hear this uh, over the over uh, over the horn. 
<laughs> I mean, I could be there. <laughs> so let's be fair. <laughs> Brendan. <clears throat> As your friends are, are making their way towards you, and the last slave leaves the room, darkness begins to envelop the room. First, around the edges. Then you notice the flames begin to get dimmer and dimmer. But not the flames, actually. The flames stay lit. They just stop giving off light. Give me a perception check with disadvantage, please. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Things go silent. And with a fourteen, I'm sorry, but you didn't even see it coming. That was Christian Hatcher as Brendan Dinehart, Dan Wood as Flip O'Donnell, Max Morn as Lyrax Proudman, Raina McGuire as Constance, and Brandon Hatcher as your DM. Stardust and Dragons is co-produced by Christian and Brandon Hatcher and Caleb Patrick. This episode was edited by Max Morn and Jason Turner. If you like our content, the best way to support us is to find us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash speakeasyproductions. There you can find our Discord, art, and special deals on how you can get more involved with our community. For more information, make sure to look us up at stardustanddragons.com. And remember, our adventure is in the stars.